then I shall know him. Yeah, I shall know. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year watching movies bad, strange, and weird commandeered by Michael. I, I wrote this song. My turn ons are French poodles, Chinese noodles, and, and German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes de Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the uh, 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 duh, duh. Now let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Michael. Bum, 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 bum. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube. Clap with Mike. With Mike. Spiegelman. I like that song because you drag it out so long, and I just know. I just love hearing my name. So here is that slow. Michael Spiegel. I should mention, you know, I do prefer Mike, he, him. And uh, Carl, when he wrote that song, he purposely clapped after saying Michael. Yeah, right? yeah. Mike clapped. So I wouldn't say Michael. But I had to in the end. Yeah, no, it works out really well. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T from the song you just heard from Carl. It stands for Let's Watch Full Length Movie on YouTube. Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. How are you? Good to see I'm you again. I'm doing good. Good to see in you, the man. Flesh. Uh, in the flesh. We are streaming right now, as we do every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm. Go to a website, type in MutinyRadio.fm, hit play now. Boom. You're listening to it. We have an archive there. You can go to podcasts, and you can hear. We've been on the air since 2016, 16. so you have a weekly ar archive there. And there's a donation button, so you can donate to the station. God bless you. And then we also are a podcast. We have to find us by our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. But good news, we also have a YouTube channel where you can watch us and watch the movie with us. We're going to watch a full length movie on YouTube with you, the audience. Carl, what is the movie this week? This week we will watch <clears throat> Young Doctors in Love, 1982. Wow. Young Doctors in Love. Okay. 1982. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine, and the channel we want to find is called Film Major. Oh, Lee Major's son. Okay, so go ahead and find Film Major. That's the channel, but type in Young Doctors in Love, 1982. You will find Film Major hosting that movie. Click the link, hit pause once it starts up, move the timer to 000. 
when we say go, you're going to hit go. We are going to hit go. Let us watch a full-length movie. Let us hit go. We'll watch the movie at the same time. Keep the sound down. Listen to the podcast. That's how it works. Mike, that is a lot to digest. Oh, yeah. You know what? It may take a few minutes. So may I recommend checking out our next feature produced by Carl as well. Carl has spoken to a celebrity comedian to provide us with the Celebrity Comedian Countdown. Take it away, Carl. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Gina D. Hello. Welcome, Gina. Hi, how are you? All right, good. Now, you and I know each other out there on the comedy scene, doing shows together, seeing each other at open mics. But when I first met you, your name was Gina something, and then poof, it turned into an initial. Now you're just Gina D. How did this transformation happen? Well, because I am a school teacher, <laughs> and I'm trying to keep my, my professional daytime life separate right. from my professional nighttime life. So um, I don't want my students necessarily Googling me and finding my stand-up comedy set. Yeah. Because I teach high school students. So then they get curious and then they might start looking me up and, you know. Especially high up. school. Yes. So I try to keep those separate. Now you have part of your act does talk about like students and the experience of teaching. Like, do you have you got a whole lot of material there? You know that you you haven't brought to maybe your feature shows, but uh, it's a good source of material, right? It definitely is. It did take me a long time to find the right kinds of jokes to make because, of course, I would never want to say anything um, that's at a student's expense or uh -huh. at my boss's expense or right. at the parent's expense. So then it becomes hard. Well, what's left? So um, it's a very fine, fine line balancing between what's funny about education without making anybody that I interact with feel negatively about it. Yeah, you don't want to cross a line. No. Okay, now you've got a very raspy voice, but not right now. So does your voice get more raspy as you're doing more public speaking? Well... My voice is raspy. It is still raspy, but not as raspy as you saw me the other night in the show right. together. And that's because uh, the night before, I was at a very loud place trying to talk to a friend of mine who was performing, and they had music playing so loud, and I was right in front of the speaker while they were packing up their equipment, and I was yelling, so it definitely made it worse when you saw me the other night, yeah. especially the second night, right? Because, uh, as opposed to the first. But this is definitely raspier than my original voice, be just because of overuse from teaching and then comedy and then I tutor. Um, I do a lot of public speaking. So uh -huh. uh, through the years, it's gotten raspy. So. Now, through the years. So there was a time in your life without a rasp because some people just that's to have it. I know. I did not have that. Um, it started my first year of teaching. I taught second oh. grade my first year, and I'm not a yeller. I was always the fun teacher. But what I realized, and I now teach high school, is little kids um, don't really have inside voices. So when they talk to <laughs> each other, it's they're yelling at each other. So to get their attention, I didn't know the techniques that you know a lot of teachers know, where you can clap a pattern and they clap back. I didn't know any of that. And I would just try to be getting their attention by speaking louder than they were. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
after one year of that, my voice gave up. <laughs> <laughs> now, I consider your rasp to be a selling point, to be a charismatic extra bonus. Yeah. Do you look at it that way, too, when you're up there? Not. No, it's actually annoying because I can't. <laughs> I used to be able to change my voice to speak like different characters. I can't oh. really do that. I don't have a singing voice like I used to have. Uh -huh. So, um, I mean, a lot of times guys like my voice, they're like, oh, you have a raspy voice. Mm -hmm. But in terms of being able to perform, it makes it a lot harder, I think. Yeah, I think you should see it as a positive, but I'm sure from your perspective, you know, and also you told us to kick up the mic because you could hardly hear yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I yell my set a lot of times yeah. because otherwise I feel like people can't hear me, you know? Yeah. Now, when we met, uh, you were sort of junior in comedy and learning. We only saw each other at open mics. And then just this last weekend, you're featuring doing 30 minutes at Scotty's in a real comedy club. We even asked you to do 35 the first, uh, well, both nights really, right? Because our headliner was a little short. How do you explain this meteoric rise to <laughs> professionalism in which you're getting paid to make people laugh? Uh, I I was sort of pretty lucky because the very first open mic I did, there was uh -huh. a woman there who was sent to scout and look for female comics. Uh. And so she came, and this was in June. I had just started in May. The end of May was my very, uh, May 2018 was my first comedy show ever. Gotcha. So in June, I was like, let me do an open mic. She came and she said, we have a show in August. We're looking for a female comic. Uh, do you have 10 minutes? And I didn't. I only had five, but I was like, in two months, I'll be able to have 10 minutes. Sure. I thought it was that easy. So I said, okay. Now I know that it takes a long time to come up with five good minutes. But good I minute. made it happen. And then, um, and then what happened was my dad at the time was in a political office in town. So my parents had a lot of townspeople who would come to things with them. So I had 50 people come to the very, that wow. show, five zero. So now the guy who ran that show, he must've been, his eyeballs must've turned into dollar signs. He was very excited. <laughs> so he asked if I would host the show every week, uh, every month. So I was like, so excited about this. But of course he thought I was gonna have 50 people. Every time. Every time, no, I did not. <laughs> so 50 went down to 18, which went down to eight, which went down to four. And I do still have people. I mean, the other night there were eight people yes. Saturday. Eight people came like Every show is not that way, obviously. Mm. But it really helps because once you get on a show, then other people wanna put you on their show. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. So um, I, I lucked out in that way where from that people saw me in the show and then I was getting booked in things. Now, this lady was scouting for female comedians and you were in Ladies of Laughter. Yes. Not the same situation. Tell me about Ladies of Laughter and how you were a finalist. Where did that take place? I mean, it's one of the credits we list. Yes. So that was, I feel like I lucked out in that way too because mm -hmm. it was during COVID so normally there are rounds to that. You go in in person, you do your set. From that, they pick finalists and then the finalists go in and compete. But it was during COVID, so we just sent in videos. Uh -huh. From that, they just picked finalists. So okay. I didn't have to go in and do a round one. I did by sending in a video, but like I didn't have to go in live, which means um, 
I could handpick the video I send in. I'm not worried about nerves. You know what I mean? So, over. yes. So in that sense, I was pretty lucky. And then it was on Zoom. You only got two minutes because uh, wow. I was in the newcomer category. But okay. it was fun. I, I try to enter a lot of festivals and competitions. Uh, a lot of times I do it because they're in other states. And it's kind of a reason for me to go to those states. Yeah. But yeah. I don't get into a lot of festivals that I enter. I get in some. Uh -huh. And I get rejected from a lot more. That's all part of it. Yeah, right. If you throw enough at the wall, you're going to get invited to another state. I get exactly. you. Exactly. So yes, you said to me, how are you getting in these festivals? I was like, listen, I'm applying to 20. I'll get in two. But that means I got rejected from 18. You know, And you had to pay the fee, right? And you had to pay the fee each time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you have been on television. One of your credits is you've seen her on Lifetime. What is this? I was on a dating show uh -huh. on Lifetime, and it, it only lasted for four episodes. I was in the second episode, okay, and it was basically a live dates going on around the country at the same time, live blind dates. Okay. So you didn't see the person in advance, and then there were people in the studio, and they would cut back and forth between these live blind dates, and they would comment on it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so it was a fun experience, but... You know, that led to a lot, too, because, um, you know, a lot. Uh, all the students in the high school watched it at the time. <laughs> or, you course. know, all that stuff. I was totally appropriate. I never would do anything <laughs> inappropriate, but it's still sort of funny, you know? Yeah. Date, you know? And it, um, what's funny is it turned into a comedy credit. It gives the impression that yeah, you were doing some sort of comedy. Did you say anything funny on the dates? I did say funny things. Okay. In fact, I made the date spit his water out all over me. So <laughs> we were at the table and then he left and then he spit water all over me. Was so. he upset with you? And that's why this happened? No, he was a really nice guy. He was very nice. He was just a much younger, too young. Too young, I'm sure. So um, you also have this silly credit, if I can be so rude as to call it silly, that you played the only comedy club in Iceland. Were you just looking for another credit? I was going to Iceland and I said, you know, it'd be cool to be able to do comedy when I'm there. Yeah. And I was talking to another comic and he said, oh, you should talk to so-and-so because during COVID, a lot of things were on Zoom, so comics were making connections with people all over the world. Yes. Like right now, I do an online show still on Sunday nights. There's a comic from Germany who's on that. You know what I mean? So now you know people. So he put me in touch with the comic from Iceland, and then that comic put me in touch with the guy who ran the show. Okay. And I was so excited about it. Yeah. But then shortly after, as an after effect of COVID, the place closed down because uh, um, it was packed when I was there. Yes. But then, you know how it was, places yes. to stay open. Yeah. The pandemic, and it was global. So Yeah, yeah. Okay, now uh, let's turn to social media. And I yeah. think you really want to plug this TikTok. It's called Fortune Cookie Gina. How, what do you do on Fortune Cookie Gina? And that's what we search for in TikTok, right? With Fortune Cookie Gina, yep. G-I-N-A. <laughs> What goes um, on there? What are we going to see there? You're going to see some comedy sketches, little silly videos. I started doing comedy sketches with um, another comedian, Gerald Benford. And oh, he, 
great. Yeah, and he has a TikTok that has almost a million viewers, and he asked me to do some comedy sketches with him. So his mm. TikTok is comedian Gerald B. And I started doing a lot of videos on there, and a, a bunch of them went viral. So I was like, oh, I'm going to start doing my own. So I did some with my son. I've done some on my own. Mm -hmm. um, he, I didn't keep, I don't do as many. I'm not as prolific as he is. Mm -hmm. He spends a lot of time. Every one minute video is three hours worth of work between wow. shooting it. If you, if you're wearing a costume and editing it is where it really takes long. So um, I was shooting a bunch of them in like once a week and then editing them throughout the week and posting. But uh, it, it's hard to keep up because I have my sure. job. I have a tutoring business that I run and no. comedy and acting classes. So I don't, I'm not as prolific as he is. He does at least one video a day, but I do still post some comedy videos on there. Unlike Gerald, you have a life. You certainly do. Now, one of the reasons you have a life is you've been invited here to do our countdown. Now, Gina D, it is very important that everyone at home press play on YouTube at the exact same time that we do here in the studio. And that's what you're here for, Gina. So why don't you go ahead and give us that celebrity comedian countdown? All right. Are we ready, everybody? Let's do it. Three, two, one. Thank you, Celebrity Comedian, for the Celebrity <laughs> Comedian Countdown. I look forward to hearing it. Boom. This movie it's like was, one of those time movies. This movie is like a, a huge obsession for, uh, obsession for me, Carl, because mm -hmm. I heard about it when it came out in 82. I never saw it. That's, uh -huh. you know, point of this podcast is these are movies on YouTube that I read about and never had a chance to see, and now we get to see them. So this right. is definitely on my list. Now, being an idiot, nerd, waste of uh, space... Uh, that I was back in 1982. Right. I know this movie for two reasons. It's the directorial debut of Gary Marshall. Exactly. And it's the first ABC TV movie under their ABC motion pictures. Right. And the thing is, I'm a little unclear about it. Um, I guess it did air on the channel ABC, but this was a movie company. This and they was had released theatrically, yeah. Their box office was terrific. Was it? Um, yeah, they made money on this. A and I think that's what led to Gary Marshall having opportunity to continue, you know. He's given it, us some great films. This oh, is a sure. good launch. Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve, Mother's no. Day. <laughs> Stop free movies. Romantic comedy crappy ones. Oh, okay, Pretty Woman. Yeah, Pretty yeah, Woman. Think about pretty it. I'm thinking. Overboard, just, hilarious. Overboard, no shit. Yeah, I saw I saw the remake. Did you see the remake with Anna Har uh, Ferris? Mm, yes, I did, and it was okay. It was it okay, was, yeah. Wait, it was who pretty funny. Now wait, the head surgeon is doing a surgery, and he's calling to the peanut gallery up above to identify themselves. These are the newer interns, so we're hearing they're all their oh. silly joke backstory. And this is a silly joke backstory movie because he's doing surgery. Life, uh, something of surgery. Life, something I mean, surgery. Well, I mean, all in. surgeries life threatening. You're under anesthesia. Right, open. Doctor, tell it to me straight. Mike, you have life threatening. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, what? Life? What? <laughs> Sorry, I was half listening. 
Okay, so we're hearing their backstories, but there's only really two important ones here. Uh, that is Sean Young, who's Dr. Stephanie Brody, and Michael McCain, who's Dr. Who's Squiggy. Who's okay, let's listen to him for a okay. second. Yes, please. California. I can hear it. He's going to be the greatest surgeon the world has ever known. I only know one surgeon, and that is Dr. Stephen Strange. <laughs> These has. <laughs> These has. His career was stopped short. Yeah, when he got all, you know, his handshake before the incident, though, every time you'd see a guy, hey, buddy, <laughs> how's it going, friend? My, please don't touch my hands. My hands are my career. Are you a hand model? No, I'm Dr. Stephen Strange. Imagine Stephen Strange, like, coming into the party with his hands all up, you know, scrub. <laughs> okay, so now what we've learned is that this this main surgeon, he is a ball buster, the head surgeon, and those are interns. So he's going to try to break them. It's going to be the worst year of their life. But if they make it, they'll be the greatest doctors this city has seen in years. You know? Michael McKean was in Caddyshack. Thank you. Bingo. Bingo. Ooh, Dabney Coleman. Ooh, 82 Dabney Coleman. Taylor Negron. R.I.P. Look at this. This is such a killer's row of people in this film now. Yeah, and Gary Marshall makes comment about that. Like, here it is. Rick Overton. Young Rick Overton. Yes, yes. Uh, Gary Marshall once said in this movie, you look at the cast and see how many people there are going to be in this film. Maybe 70. You watch. You see how many of them will move on real fast after Young Doctors. That's your Gary Marshall impression? Yeah, it was a recording. I recorded it. Gary wow. Marshall talks like this. Wake, call, wake me when it's funny. Wake me when it's funny. <laughs> wake, wake me when it's funny. That's why. Uh, yeah, these interns. These interns are working hard all night long, and that's what they're going to be like. Like, Gary Marshall, director, wake me when it's funny. I'll do my well, part when it's funny. That's that's the name of his memoirs. This is a great, great, great book. Oh, oh it is? God. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. It's hysterical. He, no, I mean, he is truly. First off, Carl, did you know Gary Marshall? Not, Not Jewish. personally. Not Jewish. Not Jewish. Okay, he's not Jewish. You would think Gary Marshall. Yeah, you, of humor. course. Yeah. yeah, it's a very Jewish sense of humor, I guess. Polly <laughs> uh, Platt. She worked with uh, uh, Peter Bogdanovich. Okay, did you see him touch her breast? Touch her boobie. You can okay. do that. It's eighty-two. He's got a. He's got a fly in his ear. So look, the nurse comes in, not knowing, and says, "Take care of his fly." Uh, I look at the little little white boy. Mom, mom, let her do her job. So I was probably twelve and eighty-two. So that was me. I could have watched <laughs> yeah. this movie, Carl. Okay, now come the interns after a New Year's Eve party. Okay, that explains the Santa Claus. Yeah, there's Sean Young looking good. Sean Young, yeah. Look how look how young. <laughs> There's a guy from Happy Days, the Cunningham. Yeah, sure. Do you think he's the Jump the Shark curse guy? Because yeah. I don't believe it. I think, yeah. No, because <laughs> he was in Married with Children for like 1,800 seasons. 
that he had a, a curse. In he, the hmm, maybe you're right. I see you. I see you. The I see you. Uh huh. Hey, do you, do you, how do you spell I cup? I see you be. Whoever came up with the word I cup should have reconsidered knowing how it sounds when you oh. spell it. Also, there's this such word. I see you be. Listen to this. Doctor, I can't piss anymore. How old are you? I'm 82 years old. You've pissed enough. Oh. You missed the what? The bedside manner I've ever fucking seen. So now, this is like the Gary Marshall I know. Oh, listen, our young doctors are not in love yet at it all. Sean well, Young that, is all snooty to him. He's such a braggy ass, you know? And you, he uh, doesn't even consider her. Called her a nurse. Do you like the title of the movie? Do you think it's funny? of soap opera called Young Doctors in Love? Yeah, I guess so. This is not a good movie in the end, okay? But there's okay. lots of great things about it. But, yeah, it was a good title for what it's trying to do. It was a mock of uh, soap operas. As a matter of fact, the poster was like a well-known... Let's see, where's this poster? Here it is. Some movie posters featured a man and woman embracing in the sea and it's a very famous from here to eternity 1953 scene um oh sure famous... kirk, kirk douglas no burke lancaster and kirk douglas kissing on kissing the each other <laughs> and um but the joke is they're wearing surgical gowns okay look this is a mob family on the run and the father is having a stroke or some bullshit so they're like, quick, let's get him to the hospital. But we can't. We'll be seen and right. arrested. So they're going to go in disguise. And that's, <laughs> that's going to get Hector. Here's Hector Elizondo in drag. Now, you know the story about Hector and uh, Gary Marshall, right? Gary Not Marshall 100%. put him in every film. I just have he was befriended, right, and put him in every film. Yeah. Every film. That includes New Year's Eve. That includes... Uh, it includes Overboard for two seconds. Do you remember Mr. Cunningham here? Yeah, sure. So Ted McGinley, he was Mr. Darcy. You remember Marcy from Married with Children woke up and married a guy named Darcy and she became Marcy Darcy? Right. Look, that's he, Gary Marshall. Taking the weed. Hot. They're still on the ground looking for weed. Okay. His whole shtick... Uh, Neg um, punchline guy Taylor Negron, Doctor Phil Burns. His whole shtick is he works three jobs, so he's exhausted. Okay, that's his whole shtick. I got it. So he's always yawning. So he needs uppers. Now the cop goes write down what your molester uh, was said he was going to do with you. He was going to lick me. I can't say it out loud. Write it down. So it's a little note. Okay. Oh, so someone's going to find that note. Right. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. Listen now, he's a guy. Oh, no, I missed it. No, missed it. Well, he has a distinct voice. Now, here comes Kramer, and he's the hitman who wants to kill the head of the other family. Oh, so this is a storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Look how weird he looks. I know. He really does a good job. It's pre-Kramer, and he yeah. might have gotten Kramer on the strength of something like this. He was in Problem Child. I think that was pre-Kramer. Yeah, yeah, he was. UF, UHF, pre-Kramer. Oh, he was in 
blackface in a movie called Whoops Apocalypse, which I haven't had a chance to see. If it's on YouTube, we'll be watching it. No, I don't want to see a blackface. I mean, Jazz Singer was okay because he didn't know what he was doing. But was, this guy knows history. what he's doing. Yeah, right. He knows what he's doing. Okay, let me see here. Michael Rich. Have you seen the recording of him uh, blowing up? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not yeah. cool. Not cool. And, and the crowd did the exact right thing. Yeah, they, they just, like, started it. to disperse and went away. <laughs> so I married an ex-murderer, Airheads, Problem Child, Coneheads, UHF. Okay, so I remember Airheads. I'm trying to think. Uh, what was the first one you said? Sorry, Carl. Uh, so I married an ex-murderer, which is a film I know you know. I know because it's a San Francisco movie. Okay, these are the mob guys, okay? The son and father. And um, it's like, we have no beds. And he goes, check again, check again. <laughs> and, you know, they kicked at someone out of the bed. It's a miracle. We do have a cancellation. So they usher him upstairs. Cancellation? Cancellation. <laughs> so he's oh, making man. his crutch into a gun. I was going to okay. say, he's such a crutch. <laughs> now, here's the note. Right? So the note of what the he's going to do, and he goes, hey, you, out of context, he goes, I'm giving you this note, right, from her. She th He thinks it's from her. I want to lick you up and down your body. I want to, he see. Now, she is stuffy. She is stuffy. I know her uh, hair's up. She's wearing glasses. Exactly. Now, here's another Happy Days girl. So he was involved in Happy Days, right? Laverne and Shirley with his sister, Penny Marshall. Uh -huh. Yep. Odd couple. This, he goes, this woman's not pregnant, sir. And what we're seeing is Michael is, in, I mean, Dr. Uh, Dr. August is insensitive. You know, it's funny that you were talking about soap operas because he, Gary Marshall, was in the movie Soap Dish as mm -hmm. a network executive. Now, look, did you see him pop? Yeah, it hit the belly. Oh, it did pop. Yeah. Next. Now, listen, listen to this. It's, listen. I never knew it was possible for a medical doctor to be so unfeeling. Sounds to me like you're falling in love with him. Okay, <laughs> we got our first little now soap opera party. Like about this movie is the way they mix the drama, and this, they're doing it right here too. She's a prostitute. He's going to be a young doctor. They can't be together, but he totally wants to. Was that and the friends? Oh yeah. Okay, now, the guy on the left wants to be a shrink, right? Right. So he is totally convinced that this is Angela, not Angelo. He's totally convinced it's a woman. And they'll, he'll fall in love. He'll... Okay, now this isn't so good. It's just his first move now that he got the note. Now right. look how stiff she is, right? Perfect. All right, go to HR. Do, 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 do. This is City Hospital. That's its name, City Hospital. Okay. You know, yeah. Well, on the hunt of Sal. Go ahead. I was just going to say, remember those little heart swipes we saw? <laughs>
the little love uh, transition. He, Gary Marshall, was responsible for Love American style. Yes, yes. An, a, like, analogous. Okay, listen to how good Kramer is. Is that you, Sal? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Could have machine gun in his crutch. Yeah, he's got a cane gun and a crutch gun. Crutch gun. No, he's he's giving him a goodbye kiss from the whatever family. Always uh -oh. kisses on the nose. Always kisses on the nose. Not in my hospital. What? What? What'd you put up there? Move and you'll be shitting glass for a week. Where's your chart? You know, as someone who has been in the hospital, nurses have been nothing but respectful and great. Oh, Michael, you're the greatest guy. <laughs> You've got love in your heart. That's what. Oh, I'm hey, funeral. It's that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's this guy who's been in one. Uh, do you remember White Coats, the interns? Yes, White Coats, the Canadian uh, horror show we watched. Yeah, he was all yeah. over that. And so was Sean Young when we watched Dr. No, Mrs. Hyde, what is it? Dr. Jekyll and Mrs. Hyde? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, this there's Harry Dean. Harry Dean Stanton. With hair, Harry Dean. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what we're going to do now is a piss test. All right? Oh, no. Yeah, piss test. That's not fair. This movie's 16 minutes in and they're talking about pee? Carl, I don't know. <laughs> it's medical school. They're in No, but I'm, I'm saying I might have to get up and go. <laughs> oh, yourself? It, it, they brought it up beginning of okay. the first reel. <laughs> don't help me. Don't help me. All right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm here. No, uh, that's what he said to his co-worker. Don't help me. Okay. Piss. Piss. Well, you got piss under the table? Oh. Let's see what uh, it tells you. Uh, <laughs> dip to... Good thing I didn't step in it. I don't need a battery of tests to tell me <laughs> the patient has a slight... Carl, two idiots are walking down this... He's like, street. I'm trying to cut down on the piss. And they see some dog poop, and one idiot says, that dog poop? He goes, well, it looks like no. dog poop. <laughs> yeah. Taste it. Smell it. Nah, good thing we didn't step in it. Good thing we didn't step in it. Okay, so he's tasted the pee. No sugar taste, the doctor said. No sugar That's taste. That's my little way of showing you that there's something far more important to the pathologist. No diabetes. Right. The power of observation. If you had been observing Dr. No, if you had been watching him, he dipped one finger into the pee and another finger into his mouth. You licked the pee! Check this out, Mike. Oh. Yeah, I'm tasting it now. Plain old piss to me, Doctor. <laughs> Is he Dean Harry Dean Stanton? Like uh, Alec 
Wait, 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 keep, let's not. Doctor, here. <laughs> okay, so, Stephanie's gonna freaking drink it, gulp. Oh! Wait, wait, wait. Got stopped. I didn't really taste the urine, I was just kidding. What? I, I did the same thing he did, I switched fingers, I thought it was obvious. <laughs> he goes, look at my face, what do you see? Guy like finger piss. Well, listen to what he says. You look at this face, what do you see? See alcohol poisoning. Incisus in the tertiary stage. Get out. God damn it! Fuck! How dare you! How dare you! <laughs> so he made a fool of him. Yeah. And but he earned it. Ludwig earned it. What were you asking me about him? Was it the regular Harry Dean's? What is your question? Is he the dean? Is he ha Dean Harry Dean Stanton? Oh, the dean of the school? Yeah, that was my <laughs> that question. Was great. I, I'll take my question offline. Uh, <laughs> take my question <laughs> off air. Off air. Um, no, he her. was. He's, he's a supporting role, and he's always been a supporting role. He had two, only two times he was the lead, Paris, Texas, and Lucky in 2017. He was really good in A Straight Story. Disney's, David Lynch's G-rated movie, Disney's A Straight Story. He plays the brother. He's good. Uh-huh. I think he was in that. You know, he doesn't do many comedies, Harry Dean Stanton. We saw him in Cockfighter. We did? Wow, we're Wasn't going back. That must Warner be 2016. That was like 1976, I think. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, uh, that episode <laughs> must have aired years ago, but... Yeah, 2016. It was like, it was the first film I ever put on YouTube. If you go to our channel, you'll go down, and we right. didn't have 1,200 and, you know, K listeners. Uh, it was if, the very first one I put up there. If you want to kill an afternoon, go ahead and check out our YouTube page, and you'll see 23 <laughs> views, 6 views, Cockfighter, a million. <laughs> <laughs> For the first two seconds. Right, then they click away. They used to get mad at us. Yeah, well, because they were just no looking up the movie. I clicked on Cockfighter. Yeah. Okay, now he's going to be inappropriate and he's going to get what he deserves. But he read the note. He thinks incorrectly. Right. Bang! Boom! Wow. Whoosh! La 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 la. Good for her, right? Touche. Damaged that pan pretty badly. Now, I don't know how it happened, but our two love interests now are on an official date. They went and to she the will venerable. reveal that her father worked this little town. Let's listen. And half the time, people couldn't even pay him. They used to give him chickens and so she has the responsibility to take over for her passed away father. Return to her rural home. It's a really touching story. You can't pay for her to go. Why would anyone practice in a silly place like that? Whoa! Did you hear what he said? Yeah, why would anybody... 
want to so practice she, like, at a place yeah, like that. So she opened up and told her her motivation and dream, her goal, right? And then he was insensitive and he doesn't know what he did. Now she's having a dizziness spell because it's young. It's a soap opera, right? Right. What's wrong? Why are you dizzy? Aha! Okay, he's going to get it. What's the name of that coffee shop, by the way? It was like venerable quality. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was some I weird uh, awning. Next Listen, time I have good. to tell you something uh, about my research for this film. There's too much. There's yeah. too much. I got a lot, but I mean, there's 16 cameos of soap stars from ABC, a lot of General Hospital. Really? I, I could not. I began to do it. I began to look them up. And I just can't, man. One, two, three, four, five, six. I got through seven. All right. So let's say you are watching us, watching a movie with us right now. You are familiar with the uh, soap opera General Hospital during the 80s, which is probably the greatest time that show existed, right? I would Luke say yes. Yeah. Right. Luke and yeah. Laura and the weather machine. Come on. Right. I don't follow soap operas. I know that. So this must be cool to, to see some familiar faces pop up. Yes. Now, we won't see Luke and Laura, but we'll see everybody else. Who's that famous one? She's black, curly hair. She never won the Emmy. I want that oh, Emmy. Susan Lucci. Lucci. Let me just write that. Susan Lucci. Oh, can I see that note? Pass the Lucci on the left-hand side. <laughs> I Got bet it. you it's reversed in... in no, we're uh, up here. Got to do the Brady Bones thing. Recording land. Oh, okay. Are you yeah. below me or above yeah, me? Yeah, below you. All right, sharing. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I eat paper. That's my thing. Okay, so now comes like a little tat, tat, a tiff, a row, a tiff. Ow! Huh. Does he say anything? Oh, he did. He introduced himself in the beginning. Yeah. Involvement with hospital staff could only end in disaster. Is that really the guy from Caddyshack? He's so dry in this movie. Which one? Who's that guy right now? The 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 greatest surgeon in the world. That's us, uh, Lenny from. It's Michael. Uh, it is. Oh. McGean. Michael McGean. Oh, all right. Oh. Better call Saul. Oh my God! I thought he was the guy from Caddyshack. It's Chuck McGillis. All right, Chuck McGillis. Hey, what, whatever happened to whatever happened to Chuck McGillis anyway? This. No, no, on the TV show. Yeah. I I stopped watching. Whatever happened to his brother? His brother was cool. Whatever happened to his brother, Carl? You stopped watching Better Call Saul? No, I'm kidding. I said I watched the entire okay. hundred seasons. I did yeah, well, it doesn't diligence. turn out well for his brother. Okay, yeah. let's just say that the roof, the roof, the roof was all hot. <laughs> And Saul didn't care. He didn't Let care. Let the motherfucker burn. Ooh. Ooh. He goes, here's where your spleen is. Here's your kid kidneys. Rabbit punch. Kidneys. Oh, that was a rabbit punch. <laughs> this man has a simple gallbladder removal. Jesus. <laughs> See, this, this gives you the impression this film is good. Now, look, I know him, and I didn't look him up. I'm sorry. No, you know, this movie is pretty recent for our tastes, right? 1982? Yes. At this point, like, every... There's Daphne Coleman. Look at him rocking that beard. 
Yeah, that, okay, okay. So, uh, where is, he was in 9 to 5, yeah, Darbney, Darbney Coleman. Coleman, Dabney. Yeah, 9 to 5 Tootsie in War Games, that's what I know him from, that's why you I don't think know he's know him so from cool. Hot to Trot with Bobcat Goldwaite. Yeah. Oh, he's him? been in a million things. You know, uh, Gina Davis wrote this uh, really good uh, memoir, and she credits Dabney Coleman for going to therapy. Because uh -huh. she was on uh, Buffalo Bill. Remember that TV show he did? Oh, uh, no. No. He was like a shock jock. Or he was like a, a talk show guy named Buffalo Bill. I think he was in Buffalo, New York. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Okay. Now we're having the misunderstanding. I didn't give you that note. <laughs> the lick. Note. I didn't write that note. He's like, what? <laughs> he married Rodney Dangerfield's daughter in Easy Money. Right. And they yeah. were, she was a virgin. And yeah. remember, they were separated immediately on the way. They never consummated because daddy in my mind is saying no. Didn't they go to that motel and he put in the quarters in the bed? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I will make it sensuous for you. God, I love that movie. My brother and I saw that movie, Easy Money yeah. and the Claremont. I think it was a Claremont. <laughs> a Bellevue. It might have been a Bellevue. We were the oh, only yeah. people in the theater, and when the credits were rolling, we heard laughter. But we were the only people in the theater. We looked up. The projectionist was sticking his head <laughs> out the window the ring, laughing at Easy Money. <laughs> it might have been the Claremont. One of the three jobs he works is like, Dance hall partner, dance instructor. Oh, sure. You punch a card and you tenth part card, you get a free dance. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Now we find out what is uh, Taylor Negron's true intention. His name's Dr. Phil, and they didn't mean that because it wasn't around. Right. His true intention is to get uppers to help him with his working three jobs. That's his bit. I love it. Medications room. What? Typical boyfriend. Yeah. He goes, why aren't you dancing? He goes, I'm so tired. You poor man. Hey. Why are we stopping? I'm so tired. I have no energy. I can't do anything. <laughs> you poor man. Now, look. Once again, right, this movie isn't good. I am really cherry-picking some great yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, this was he, his first movie. It was a little uneven. Right. And you know what he went on to do, right? Flamingo Kid, uh, Beaches, Flamingo Kid. Runaway Bride, Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries. I haven't seen any of those movies. Mike, what are you that crazy talking? Flamingo Kid? I completely forgot about that movie. That was a okay. The reason you forgot, right, is because you were always reading about these weird movies and seeing these B level things, right? Meanwhile, pop culture was going on. Yeah, this no, thing. you're right. No, I remember. I got that mixed up with the Coca Cola Kid. There's a Flamingo <laughs> Kid and the Coca Cola Kid. How did I keep count? So many fucking kids. Be a the Twinkie kid. kid. Twinkie the Kid. Twinkie the Kid, Carl. Oh, right, like. We saw little Billy. That's right. We saw little. We saw little the Billy. So I now he's like, 
we're we're gonna have our first little nice romance. What is he in? Noreen. The I'm no yes. Phil, Doctor Phil, that's only funny today. You, you remember the tube bar? Hey, is Phil there? Phil, <laughs> yes. My pockets. Fill my pockets. <laughs> is there a fill my pockets here? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, hey! Motherfucker. You, <laughs> you little creep. I've been fucking your mother all these years and this is the way you treat me? I'll come down to your joint. <laughs> come on down! Come on my favorite one was he calls him up after like five of them, right? He calls him up like it must have been a little later. And the first thing guy says is, look, why don't I go down there and you and me just fucking have it out? <laughs> Come on, you know where I am. Yeah. Oh my god. Can I, uh, can I talk to Al? Al, alcoholic husband. <laughs> that one's too obvious. Because my husband. <laughs> <He's wrong>. <laughs> <laughs> This is an example of how I didn't look this movie up. I have no idea who these three people are. Four people. These are all soap opera stars. I don't... don't it's gotta familiar? be, but they don't look yeah. familiar to me. You know, ABC okay. Motion Picture... This guy behind yeah. the table, excuse me for interrupting, is of definitely course. General Hospital. I remember his face. Weird. He's getting a horrible bit. Let me show you why this movie isn't good. Okay? Okay. Every time you sneeze, you put a shoe on. Okay. City Hospital. What happened is he said, the doctor by mistake took your nose, put it on your toe, put your toe in it, put it on your nose, and every time you sneeze, you blow your shoe off. Uh, okay, I guess. You wanna. Okay, now, this is a little touching, right? This is the first time that Hector, his name's not Hector, it's Angelo, or Angela, Angela. Yeah. The, this is the first time that they're going. He's she's going to have a touching moment with the young doctor. They're going to start to fall in love. All right, let's hear let's hear Hector's voice. Excuse me. Now listen. Could excuse me. There, could you move over there? No, he's Angela, but now he's Angelo. Very much. So he's Angelo, then he is Angela. Huh. Cool. He only sees Angela and he's falling in love. But Angela. he's going to touch her. Angelo. Angela. <laughs> Angela. Ha 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 ha. All right. So I have a list of movies that ABC Motion Pictures uh, produced. Oh, but Young wait, let's fall love. in love. Let's fall in love with Hector first. Okay, all right. Sounds good, because you'll be... What about you? <laughs> well, I guess I'm uh, basically into uh, sharing. Sharing? Uh, sunsets on wintry beaches. <laughs> <laughs> and relating over... Uh, Wine, a bottle of wine. What about you, Angela? Yeah, Angela. Well, you know. Now he's telling the truth. Fucking forget it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Burp. Music. Music? Yeah. I thought I heard a song in your heart. Yes, what the fuck what is that? What? What? I mean, what I meant was thought that you were musically inclined. Do you ever sing or play any uh, any instrument? Yeah. Fucking guitar. A special guitar, a fucking guitar. So what are you what are you an idiot? It's a regular guitar. Regular. Jesus, I could I could boil a hard boiled egg during this scene. Use it for eight minutes are up. Do you ever feel sad? No, you ever feel sad, right? He wants to be a shrink, you know. You grow up insensitive. He's telling the truth. He's sparing his soul right now. Yeah. Right. City hospital. Oh. Now what aerobics on a list, right? Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Because I I just remember like they existed and they didn't exist. So it was Young Doctors in Love, National right. Lampoon's Class Reunion. Oh, cool. Silkwood, which is not like last year movie. Impulse, which is about a town that like does oh, whatever okay. they want. The okay. Flamingo Kid. Yeah. Prizzy's Honor, and then finally Space Camp. Prizzy's Honor and Space yeah. Camp. Yeah. Good. Good run. The studio would close down in 1985, according to Wikipedia. Both ABC and 20th Century Fox are now owned by the Warner, uh, Walt Disney Company. There you go. Okay. So, so we have seen an underprivileged movie. kid, broken home. broken home. One of them says, son of DJ. <laughs> oh, no, the worst fade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's like, why are you giving me the cold shoulder? Let's get back together. Want to try again? You're a horrible first day. I'll be a better second day. But then, yeah. remember she had that dizzy spell? Yes, I remember. Look, old lady smoking pot. It was so funny back then. Are they using like a little roach clip? Mm-hmm. Oh, as we did. Back in the day. Carl, can you give me a roach clip? Oh, never mind. I just smoked a joint to the end. Look. Incorrigible. Welfare recipient. Incorrigible. Poor kid. Okay, so... They're following her every move, and we have a very f unfunny joke in which she gets dizzy and falls over, and they copy like it's supposed gotcha. to be. I it's wonder not what park fun. this is. This? Oh, this is uh, the Shell in Central Park. Oh! Uh. This is kind of funny. Okay. I guess. Did you hear her? She goes, this is a dumb dance. Shut up, DJ, son. <laughs> son of DJ. You know who makes this movie? DJ. Now, she was a ballerina, Sean Young, and she she used that in here in, in the... Okay, so... Now, M Michael McKean, Dr. Simon August, is very concerned that Stephanie, Sean Young, is has got a particular disease. So he needs a spit sample from her. We don't kind of know it yet. And he, he's lying. When I was a kid, we did the spitting con. Oh, he doesn't talk like that. He's all stiff. Right. He's lying that he does a spitting contest. <laughs> and he's just tricking her into spitting so he can get a sample. But she's spitting in the lake. Yeah. She would need Aquaman to help. Right. Look, tickets to the ballet he was going to present her with. Got it! Gotcha, spit! 
I'm taking this sample to the lab. To the city general. <laughs> yep. What do you think it could be? I can't tell you. I might be wrong. You know, there must have been a... There was a series of comic books where it was just romance. Like, <clears throat> there was girls buying comic books. And they, I think you Doctor the, the Love was an actual, like, unironic comic book name. Mm-hmm. Now, look how she's just handing out the medication. And we're hearing over the loudspeaker, it's time for the nurses' strike. If we don't oh. get paid this or that, we're going on strike, girls. Cool. A little class struggle going on. Now, look, they're making unfunny jokes about... Spit. But like, didn't you, not didn't you hear it in this medical journal? The National Enquirer said nothing about this. No, no, it was in People magazine. Wow. Hey, wait a minute. You know about that last vocal? Sure. I'm he just, he does cadavers and he does the lab. Okay, so anyway, for Dr. Simon August, he is going to run three tests on the spit to see if she has a blog, 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 osis. If she oh, does yeah. have it, blaga blaga osis, blaga yeah. blaga blaga osis. Excuse me, I didn't mean to be disrespectful. A, look at okay, Where this is? is really funny. He freaks yeah. out because he's under stress. Yes. Where's the money coming from? Check it out. This is so funny, man. They should have made me editor of this film, right? There would be five scenes. <laughs> her joke is she dances, she's a ballerina. That's her joke. Okay, here's the good part. Starts now. Oscar. What do you mean another $200,000, Oscar? Where is it coming from, Oscar? Where is it coming from, man? Where is it coming from? Now watch him switch. Oh, Dr. August. This is messed up, so, but oh. like if I edited this film, it would be about like maybe 25 to 30 minutes. There, it's it, it hits and it misses, it hits and it misses, you know. You also, know, like the, yeah, in terms of the story, you'll see that some things we've been set up for don't pay off comfortable. You'll see, okay. I just say, like, Gary Marshall, he's a he was a really funny guy, and his movies, yes. you know, they might be a little streakly or what have you. They, he knows he knows how to do a joke. Like the lights are flashing on the thing. That's kind of funny. He smashes it, but he shows a scene where you see it broken, still flashing. Like he gives that right. to the audience, and it's just uh, it's just a good payoff. I don't know. Yeah, I do think he's funny. I think he, uh, yeah. you know, you can kill an afternoon watching sitcoms. You know. Oh, now we're gonna get short person joke, and Gary Marshall's doing this to you. You let me know if it's funny. He's gonna be done with the call, so he's gonna it's try to do a layup. Now hang it up. Right. Sure. So he's like, remember how sturdy phones were? Right. Well, they did put them high up like, like that. that. I'm six foot. I, I I appreciate that, but even that's pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> That's regular height for a phone. Look at the doorknob. That's pretty high up there. Look at the doorknob. 
Right. That's where your hand would go down, right? Uh -huh. Swing it up. The phone's Maybe high up just... there. Mm -hmm. I might okay. have to use a tiptoe or something like that. Tippy toe. <laughs> so to the ceiling is 10 feet. Don't you think that's five feet? <laughs> oh, look what he did. Oh, yeah? Do you not think yeah. that's funny? He did a slam dunk. He did get it, though. Okay, this is not good, but we have a setup. Hey, I see you're doing drugs. Yes, I am. I have access to them. Okay, I will sell them. I will buy them from you, and you can pay off some of your student loans. How did you know about my student loans? Every internet student loan. It's not a good scene, but it just sets us up for him getting busted later. Okay? Spoiler! Oh, that guy in Narc? Carl, I could tell Narc a no. mile I could tell a TV Narc a mile away. <laughs> TV Narc. The cops find out from an anonymous tip. Does he, does, he, does he fall in love with the, the, the him and the nurse hookup at the end? Well, you see, that's how it unsatisfyingly ends their bit, too. Like, a lot of them do. She, now, now she's in love with Phil, but not really in love. It's just like the hope of a dating, you know, like... A surprise, and look, she's really looking pretty nowadays. Yeah. Glasses are off, hair's not in a bun. Mm-hmm. Oh. I liked when her hair was up. It was kind of bunny. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it's not for everyone. Not everyone's going to find it bunny. Oh, <laughs> uh, the psycho nurses. Right. Now, Michael Richards continues to try to kill Saul, but... Sal, but he keeps getting, you know, interrupted, operated on. He's like, they put a thing up my wang. Chalk. They made me drink chalk. Chalk, right? They stick a tube up my ass. <laughs> here's more unfunny bits we will see uh, her out trying the beds and it doesn't you know okay now he's going to assist in surgery and he was specially picked and like he's kind of like snobby you know about it but he won't be able to cut and it's because of this stupid stupid backstory in which he had a birthday trauma okay it's so bad but it sets oh, us up for later he can't do operations okay the greatest surgeon in the world right lenny to our squiggy he can't right. do it right see look he's gonna cut chuck yeah. mcgill he almost went to the supreme court that is the uh, hollywood's most professional torso double by the way <laughs> only the finest Right, he that he started with um, hand modeling. Yeah, and, and then he you know, moved to the money. Wrist, mm -hmm. Then he went to inside his elbow, and then he went, finally got to the torso. Okay, so now we're having a Dr. Simon August flashback. Look, he's the little boy in a doctor's coat, and like the family's playing football, and he's like the football doctor. It's funny, this movie was made recently. The cam it would be cameo galore in the flashback. Yeah. There's Ed Bagley uh, Jr. Bagley Jr. Okay, I take it back. Okay, they're playing a prank on him. 
by how you cut. That's this how is we do a flashback in surgery. Ah! Uh, it's Gary Marshall. <laughs> he looked old when he was young. Yeah, I know. He pulled it off, though. Okay, always, so yeah. this I'm sorry. Okay, finish your no. thought because he he when he when he shows up in comedic roles, he always played this kind of schlubby authoritarian author oh, yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. He always looked like he was in his forties minimum. Right, even when he wasn't. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. So all we have is okay. Don't you think it's dumb? This like he has a childhood trauma. Now he can't cut. It's like. Are they trying to be airplane? Oh, uh, well, I know that's from Bur uh, Borat, my wife. Now look at Carrie. Oh. <laughs> Wait, Carrie? That doesn't make sense. The horror lady, Carrie? Yes, the hand was out of the grave, like at the end of Carrie. Spoiler! I gotcha! Oh, I didn't realize that. They, they buried her and her hand came out? Yeah, at the end of the movie, right. um, Carrie Big does blood, die. I remember that. Well, at the end of the film, they do get away, you know, like he, he goes, mom, she go. okay, well, anyway, at the way end of the movie, she, it's a dream sequence, and this girl is at the grave of Carrie, and then spookily, her hand comes up and grabs the wrist, you know, and then she wakes up, I'm having trauma in the mental hospital. I got you. All right. Thank you, Carl. I appreciate it. it. Now I got Wait, hang on. Oh, <laughs> because of what, that movie reference. Oh, oh. now I get it. Oh. Can you see the Jewish dog? Okay. Now, she's, she, he's like, it's horrible. It's horrible. He's like, oh, woe is me. I can't cut. I can't cut him. I express it through anger, Sean Young. And Sean's like, let me help you. You can't perform in the operating room. I'll see that you can. And now they're going to have their first sexual encounter it's gonna in the surgery the room. room. Yeah. Is uh, Taylor Negron watching in the peanut gallery? The, well, the short answer is no, but the long answer is yes. Yes, they are being watched. And they're being watched by Harry Dean Stanton. And he's watching right now. It's horrible. He sees the whole thing. With his hairy beans. <laughs> oh, and also, um, um, the boyfriend on Kramer's up there, too, Saul Rubinek. Okay, let me tell you about him. Saul Rubinek, yeah. We saw him in White Coats. This guy's interesting because he was born in this refugee camp in Germany, and his father was, like, had Yiddish. Yiddish Repository Theater Company. Repo no, Repertory. Repertory, like a repertoire. Right, not Yiddish. like a suppository. <laughs> right, kind of like it, but not like it. Yiddish. Yeah. Repertory theater company. Anyway, he was a Shakespearean actor and he started in Canada. But anyway, I know him from Frasier. Do you know him on Frasier? I don't think I've seen the TV show Frasier. All right, so what about Unforgiven then? Unforgiven? Yes, I have seen Unforgiven. He was like the uh, the guy who was like writes books, but it was comic books, graphic novels. 
Oh, all right. I mean, I've seen his face in hundreds of things, and I just... Right. Uh... He is one of those. Wall Street, Bonfire of the Vanities, Nixon, yeah. True Romance, Against All Odds. He is one of those guys. And it's now, funny because his hair is so big in this movie. Yes. Look, are you getting funny? The doctor called. Angela. He goes, Are you getting funny? What? So he's not having an affair. Right, he's not. But he is like getting emotionally touched by this person, you know? Okay, here they're interrupted. I was worried about the tests, but now no matter what happens with the tests, I will have had sex with you. I, d I think this is a little gross. Sex. What? <laughs> now let's try it again. Stop chatting so much. Dr. Ludwig. How long have you been there? Well, let's just say I loved it when you bit his butt. Which is in the beginning. Doctor, what are you doing up there? I've been looking all over for you two. He's got the results of the test. Oh, wow. He's got the results of the test and everything is okay. Wow, that's good sex. And you're like, did you do all the tests? One, two, and three? Because three was the big one. And he goes, yes, I did. <laughs> then it's like, he goes, she goes, here, listen, listen. Uh, is there anything else? Anything else? Yeah, go, go right ahead. I'll just stay here and observe. <laughs> he goes, she goes, he goes, beat it. And he goes, no, like. No, 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 I didn't mean that. I mean, leave. So now, Frazier, which he never saw that show, he goes, but you didn't run the third test. Like, apparently, he, he's, I don't know why he does it. It's stupid. He knows that she's going to die from the results, and she he lies. But, but Frazier was in the room, too. That's the joke as well. Yeah. Well, there's not a joke. Oh, yes, okay. that he was watching them, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was part of the, well, goodness, it's City Hospital. Okay, now we're going to have, a, that's Charlie's mom from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, how funny. Yeah, isn't that cool? And he's uh, a yeah, cameo yeah. from a soap. There's Charlie's mom. Do you know Charlie's mom? I know Charlie Day, and I know that his character probably had a mom, and the show's been going on for 16 seasons. So, yeah, I, I know Charlie's mom. <laughs> so that last soap here, this is Scott from the General Hospital. I know these two from General Hospital. There, it's like, I've examined your breasts, your butt, your big... He goes, well, I'm like... He goes, I don't know, I'm a, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they say dirty it's words Christmas in the movie. Time. God, this movie. Yes. Okay, here's have uh, here's uh, here's like a Maria. Okay. Big party tonight. A lot of broads. You can hear it okay? Yeah. 
I hear Hector. Oh, yeah. So he's now asking her on a date, and she's saying yes. Hello. Pop's fine. He's going to have a peaceful Christmas. Is Pop fine? Oh, right. Michael Richards finally did it. Of course, Michael Richards is having news, Carl. Can you believe it? Lynch. Yeah. He hung himself. Of course, he did the lynching. Oh. <laughs> okay, now, with all the strength that Sal can muster, he takes off the noose and puts it onto the foot of, okay, because it's like, will I ever win? The answer is no. Kramer right. will never win. Did you hear the story that Jerry Seinfeld's teasing a, a reboot of sorts for Seinfeld? I mean, it's probably going to oh, be a commercial. I wonder what they would do with, with Kramer, though, because he's so toxic. They no, they. It's been that was two thousand six. So you're right, he's toxic. But that was two thousand six. They will think to themselves that enough time has passed. I did. There was a Curb Your Enthusiasm where they addressed it. He played himself. Right, he played himself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I still think I don't think he could get away. Like you just, that's something you just can't get away from. Well, okay, so it's a, it's a nice party. And then, look, he's like, you uh, should have that mole removed. The lighter ones can stay. What a killjoy. Yeah. That movie just went from G to, to G, G, G. Now, here G -G. comes Susan Lucci, and her whole thing is, you must be a, very rich if you're a doctor. There she is. There she is. Wow. He goes, I knew it! I knew it! I'm overdressed! I'm overdressed! So, I think it's really cute how uh, Hector Elizondo is, is in this love affair with this young doctor who wants to be a psychologist. Is that Rick Overton? Yeah, Rick Overton. Beverly Hills Cop, Groundhog Day. I just don't think he's very good i'm sorry uh, he's great carl you know he's a he's a comedian and uh i yes. seen him on, speaking of comedy day we were talking about that earlier i uh -huh. saw him and robin williams do like a, a bit together on stage oh yeah yeah they're I'm they're sorry. buddies you know rick overton right groundhog's day million dollar mystery he has this young rubbery face right like on every man yes race. and then you know he's one of those guys he got older he has a beard now and uh, yeah he looks he great older too yeah. Uh, by the way, I didn't mean... Oh, there's Charlie's mom on the left. I didn't mean to say... He, I just meant in this film, his performance. I don't like sure. it. The, it's very flat. All right, look, this is still funny stuff, how they he's sometimes a man and sometimes a woman. He likes to fuck in ice cream. Yeah, holiday on ice. Holiday on ice. I can definitely get a couple of tickets. Now he sees the boobs. I know, it's a little awkward. Don't be sorry. Santa Claus is helper over there without a shirt. Are you embarrassed by that? I'm embarrassed. No, I'm just wondering. See, Dr. Frank always says Frank. Try not to notice. Try not to notice. Get off my couch. How about that? No, so psychiatrist thinks that a woman is saying, this isn't cool. I see a naked, you know, did you see, you know. But the boy, the Hector is saying. Check out those tits, you know. So that's yeah. The, okay, it's like this time I am pregnant. 
She would got her stomach popped. I'm really pregnant this time. Ted McGinty. I, I can't even recognize him in silhouette. I want to be sexual with you. I Ted McGinty, so they called him the curse because uh, he was on Happy Days and then they said the show got cancelled or the show went yeah. down in quality. But he was on Happy Days for for many seasons. And then they said the same thing when he was on some sitcom that got cancelled and then there was the Ted yes. McGinty curse. But well, okay, it isn't fair because he was on Dynasty, he was on Love Boat, he was in Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> Revenge yeah, sure. of the Nerds. There's a lot of ships he did not sink. I think it was a coincidence he was on Happy Days. Well, he was on Happy Days for like four seasons, five seasons. Hope and Faith, I guess, is the ABC sitcom, and it was a Married with Children spinoff. Spinoff, really? Yeah, is what it says here. We, it wasn't on my radar. Now, didn't New Year's Eve pass? Why is everyone still Santa Clausing? Um, is this still Christmas then, right? I know we're maybe it's late in the year. That's a good point. Oh my god, those boobs are to die for. Now she has been in other stuff we've seen. Okay. Um, sure, yeah, I recognize that face anywhere. Okay, now here's something I hate about the film. Okay, Sean Young says to Michael McKean here, like, I've decided I'm not going home to my rural. You know, I'm not going to serve my community as the daughter of the doctor who served his community. I'm not carrying on the legacy. I'm going to marry you and be in Beverly Hills. I hate this part of the movie. Every <laughs> It should be the other way around. He's the stiff, tough one. He needs right. to, like, change his character. And I, I'll, I've never been a country doctor before, but I... Bet you I can learn. I, I Doc, just they ripped off Doc Hollywood. All right, they ripped it off. <laughs> Didn't okay, he like this he was is great. Be... Listen, this is Hector on the fucking guitar. Yeah, the fucking guitar is that a special kind of guitar? No, but remember, he was like the fucking guitar. Yeah. So I thought that was really impressive. Hector can really play. He's really good in this movie. I understand why Gary Marshall was like, you know what? You're all right. Yeah. In New Year's Eve. He was Eve, in um, Princess Diaries and Beverly Hills Cop. And yeah, he, well, he's great in Beverly Hills Cop. In fact, he was in the all three of One, two, three, right? That was pretty early. Wait a minute. In Beverly Hills Cop, he was in Beverly Hills Cop 3. Because one of the guys, one of the original guys wasn't in it. He was in retirement. <laughs> but I, yes, but Axel, he told me everything about you. You remember there was like Judge yep. Reinhold and then there was the crusty old white guy. The crusty old white guy never made it to the third one. I don't know if he gets, character gets shot. I know the, the sergeant gets shot. So mm -hmm. in replace, they had a replacement guy. He's like, oh yeah, the dead guy told me all about you, Axel. And I, I also just like him. Okay, now, he's, you know, we're going to get married, and they're singing Barbershop Quartet. And then she gets sick. Oh, my God, we must be going into Act 3, and we got to save Sean Young's life. She's too young to die. <laughs> yeah, she is, I'm too Sean to die. Well, actually, no, honey, I'm too young 
to die. That yes, oh, and, that uh, makes more sense. Yeah, it's only the young who die. Young. Only the good, and you suck. Only the Sean die young. Sean. Wait, only the good Sean the, young. The, only you know, the Sean. I like her movies, but I prefer only the good Sean Young movies. <laughs> <laughs> only the good Sean Young. Only no, no, don't mention only the that. good Sean Young. So I keep waiting for you to bring up Sean Young and Defender because she's such a kook, and you haven't done it. I've been waiting oh, the Defender? whole movie. Defender, yes. Oh, I've seen her a bunch of stuff. You know, yeah, we did that movie, did we? Yeah, we did Doctor Jekyll. Yeah. Oh, okay, I saw listen. her. In a well, okay, just for the plot, just know he's found a surgeon that could save her life, but oh, yeah. it's like only operation ever. It's very complicated, and I'm going to play audio clips later. Okay, go There's on. There's a movie she did called The Addiction, which, which uh, James Wood, and yeah. it's about this guy who kind of goes to Hollywood, goes to Los Angeles, starts a career, and there's a scene during the happy moments. The movie's called The Addiction, but uh, right. during happy moments, him and Sean Young share hot dogs outside of Pink Hot Dogs in Hollywood. Oh. And they, they're, like, standing outside the hot dog place, and they're, like, wrapping arms eating hot dogs together. Like, you know, like, romantically eating hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, um, there was... Um, okay. There... I, one moment. Okay. James Woods, in 89, sued Young for harassing him in his then fiance, um, disruptive behavior, left a disfigured doll on his doorstep. Uh, she denies the allegations and claims that Woods just filed a lawsuit like out of spite because they were, it was a crush being turned down, that's all. So sue me. And he did. And it was settled out of court, so he kind of didn't, but, but he didn't win. Like Young was... It said they paid for her legal costs, two hundred and twenty something thousand dollars. So she, obviously, it was judged as frivolous or something. Yeah, you know, There's I don't incidents here for her not to be a weird person, but this one she might not have done anything. I think when okay. it comes to her and James Woods, oh, you see the, the bedpan, the bomb, right? Which was intended. The bomb was, of course, intended for the mob. She's like, no smoking. Of course, it's going to be time for bodily function. Uh, no. Nuts. Oh, no, not my nuts. My nuts. Not my nuts. Carl, but, you know, we've learned from acting. If you get hit in the nuts, what do you say? Uh, oh, fuck. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's what it was. That's um octagon and there was another one. Thunderground? Anyway. Michael Richards is too smart for that. So he pees into the bedpan. Of course, that turns off the dynam, dynam, the fuse. But he's going to smoke in an oxygen tent, blowing himself up anyway. <laughs> and he's got the wrong end anyway. Oh, they had one free days. Oh. Oh, there he is. Back they to built normal. that sign just for that joke. Okay, now. The... The only operation that can save um, his life coincidentally can be done by this guy. Now, he's refusing to do it because it's too, you got to hear it. Okay. Four enzyme flows, place two fluids and a blood supply twice, and you need a little mistake. Might as well piss on the fire and call the dog because it's 
It's all over. So he's refusing to kiss on fire. Even though he did it once before. Okay. So he goes, look, I've appealed to you as a man. Listen to this. Check this out. Okay. I've appealed to you as a physician and as a man. This is really funny. I would leave this in my edit. Okay. Well, I'll be right back. No, Mike, no, wait. Did you catch it, Mike? Work with them till they can do it fine. Oh, he missed the funniest thing. He'll come back for this unfunny bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, uh, this Gary Marshall was great. He started his career in the 60s with like the Lucy show, Dick Van Dyke show. And that's not I love Lucy. I It's the Lucy show, Dick Van Dyke. The Odd Couple. Um, he developed the TV adaptation of The Odd Couple. And, uh, of course, he created Happy Days. That was really what launched him. His sister was in Laverne and Shirley. And why not? Why not? She deserves it, kind of. Um, he loved Hector Elizondo. And he was in every film he ever made. Um, I don't know. There's other uninteresting stuff, like... He wore a different baseball jacket to the set every day. And there's a list here, but he, he was worth his snuff. Mike, did you come back? Damn it. Damn it. I hear the mic. You're back. Hi, Carl. Hi. You remember that pee joke from an hour ago? Yeah. Finally got to me. Finally that got was to me. so funny. Not, oh, not when Michael Richards pees. That pee joke was not a joke. I had to pee all this time. This whole time. Okay. For future shows, what I do, you can't see it here, is I have a hose that I took from a douche and it leads to a bucket. And if I got to go, I just mute out. Now, why don't you show the bucket? Well, um, it. I just don't want to, like, if we are hosting for Thanksgiving and if I was to spill on the carpet, she would freak. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, so Mannequin the, 2. <laughs> Mannequin 3, the horror film, she cracks apart. Um, they are practicing the operation. We're getting jokes. That guy stutters. She's a ballerina. Okay, so he's, he's, he's teaching the crew over and over. They're getting better and better at performing the operation as a team. Like, you have to turn this blood pressure off, and then for only for 30 seconds, her, her heart will stop. So you turn the blood pressure back on, and you have, you have to go through the caragaragari artery. Was um, that a designer gene joke that, that, we, that the model just lying there? Yes, it was yeah. Calvin Klein. Um, I'm not sure. It was like magazine poster kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay, look. Uh... The nurse saw him steal the pills, okay? So she called the police, okay? Oh. And, right. Now, we're not even at the end of the film, and their little love story is going to pay off here. And the payoff is terrible. He's going off to jail, and he'll never be seen again with, like, still, like, however many minutes left in the film. It's, it's a bad choice, uh, of the writing, and I blame Gary Marshall, even though he didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you could blame Gary Marshall for a lot of things, but you know. Oh, Phil, 
It had to be this way, Phil. We're getting not funny jokes. It's gonna be a car crash! Doors locked! It's gonna be a car chase! Car chase! Doors locked, no chase! No chase! Is that that's funny? funny? Yeah, I okay. think that's funny. There's the blind cop. Am I pointing this at you? Did we get him? I just got a tin cup. Good job, Abe Bugoda. I'm sorry, Phil, but it just had to be this way. Listen, when you tell people about this, use me as a warning. Is this funny? I think, is it satire? Yes. That is funny. It's supposed to be a soap opera. That I'm no good for. You seen Soap Dish? I saw it on Max recently. I did not see Soap Dish. It's Maybe really I funny. Did. Wait, is it the behind the scenes of a like she didn't know she had a daughter or something? That's right. Maybe I you saw have it. seen it. Yeah. Was it Gary Sally Marshall's Fields? Good yeah, Sally Fields and Robert Downey Jr. back in the day, and uh, oh, maybe Goldberg's in it. Who's that great actor? He was in. Fish called Wanda, that great Kevin Cos. Uh... Okay. Yeah. Listen, it. it's time for the operation. It's the day of, and it needs to be. Oh, no, they're on right. Yeah, that's right. This sucks. So let me ruin it for you. She, We strike out, and she dies. Nice JK! Woo! Just fucking with you. <clears throat> It goes, your can I interview course. you, woman on the street? What do you think of this nurse's strike? Listen to his girl voice, right? Hey, I got nothing to do with it. Asshole, get off the car. Hey, you here? <laughs> Excuse me, I, I, I don't give a fuck about this. There's an asshole on my car. Oh, well, like, thank I, you very hey, much. come here. Get off the fucking car. He's great. Yeah, yeah, he really is. He's got this glorified role in uh, New Year's Day. You see, the ball in Times Square can't fall. There's something wrong with it. It's not going to fall. So okay. he has to walk up there and, and fix it. Oh, who? Hector. In what movie? Gary Marshall's last film, New Year's Eve. Or New oh, Year's maybe Day. I saw it. It must not have been good. You've seen it, right? Ashton Kutcher is in the elevator New Year's Eve, and it breaks down, and he's there with this girl, and they fall in love. Mm -hmm. I think. Okay. Now, look, Russell, yeah. Now we're getting a wrap-up of another love story. And I again, oh. I think it's too early. It's a Dear John letter from Angela. And what voice is he hearing? Various fucking reasons. Various fucking reasons. Is there anything I can do for you? This movie wouldn't be fun on TV because they would have edited out the uh, Hector cursing. Right. Yeah. Oh, you weren't supposed to be here. You weren't supposed to be here. Hey, get me out of here. You're supposed to be in surgery. Fill out this affidavit to malpractice affidavit. English? What kind of masks are those? Like he has to tie it around in the back of his head? No, it goes... Yes, it goes over the... This isn't going to work. Because the 
I've been wearing masks a few times myself. I I haven't really seen it like that. You've always been honest with each other. If it's the fact that you curse all the time, I I can I can I don't control that. I don't give a fuck about that. I can control the fucking curse. When you look at what do you see? Listen, listen. See a beautiful human being. I'm married. Oh. Sal's <laughs> realizing he's he he's overhearing like a breakup. Why is that guy dressed like that during this whole movie? Because he's in the mob and they're going to kill the father. That's what uh, Michael Richards was there for. No, I'm talking about the guy behind Hector, the World he War One guy. Sal, who, who's better now. Sal, Sal, who's better now. He had like some sort. Remember, he was paralyzed. Right. Yeah. Now he's better, and they're checking out. He sent the Dear John letter. But okay. Yeah. Now this is really good. He finds out he's broke. It's really good, man. All Remember right, how he freaked out. out before? This yeah. is that level of freak out. Oh, it's the phone taped up. Look at that comedy yeah, silence. Yeah. Right. Continuity person. You gotta milk every joke for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah. Get angry, Dabney. I was never in the silver. I was never in the silver market. It was supposed to be a surprise for you anyway. And then Sarah's after you and the bottom fell out of the market. So that's why they call it risk capital. Hey, Joseph, it'll be all right. What the heck? You're a brilliant surgeon will declare bankruptcy and will sell the don't do, nope. Don't do it to yourself. Myself? Zoe. No. Oscar, you're through is my job. <laughs> oh, of course, the case is bulletproof. Don't you hate when you bring guns into the hospital? Yeah. Five minutes before the operation. The All right. Operation. Okay, now, the guy we just saw freak out is the head surgeon is the surgeon who performed this before is the surgeon who's going to perform it now okay but he will go fucking mashuga okay and he will not well on the i think it's mashugana but on the over on the you know the head uh the, oh yeah the, yeah they go doctor so-and-so won't be performing the he's gone mashuga i love it okay crank that up all the audience is coming in, you know, to they see playbills. Big Doctor. Yep. They got ushers. Signed seating. Ow! <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? He shot it with the gun. He's, he's on a rampage. He shot her toe. Due to the nurses' strike, we're being staffed today by... Oh, they got punk rockers. Yeah, because the the nurses' strike. Now, these, this woman, I know her face. I just don't have I just too much to research in right. this movie. She's got to yeah, be no, a actress. Sir, you'll have to take a number, sir. Okay. In my edit would be this stupid little joke. Okay, so he thinks he sees, you know, our man, but he it won't be. We'll have, I don't know some kind of it's sort of flat even though it's acted well but this guy goes, 
He goes, tell me my chances, doctor. Tell me my chances. And he gives him the gun. He goes, it's that bad? Listen. <laughs> Watch what he does. Uh, <laughs> that would be in my 20 minute edit of making this film funny. It's a 20 minute edit. Director's cut. Right. Carl being a different director. Right. Opinionated assholes cut. 20 minutes. <laughs> You're done minutes. with this film. Okay, so now he's just getting the news that Doctor's not coming. Listen, I really wanted to have a big debate with you. You'd say Sean Young was as unfairly uh, characterized. And I do our, think she's unfairly characterized. Right. I also, I, what, what, I, what I think is it's, it's that sometimes the guys get away with their craziness more. The, the yeah, it's true about, you're right about it as like something of our world. But, but okay, listen. She had a small role in Wall Street because she had clashes with Oliver Stone. She was supposed to have this big role in Wall Street, and she ended up just being the wife in that one scene, remember? Yeah. You know the Catwoman thing. Sure, she showed up to the set. Uh, she showed up to Warner Brothers dressed as Catwoman. But she wasn't the first. But then, like, Angela, uh, David Bowie's uh, wife dressed up as uh, Catwoman over the year the in the 1960s. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. It's just sort of welcomed. Uh, if Sam which, Rockwell did that shit, people would be like, oh, can you believe how crazy that guy was? He dressed up as Batwoman and all right. showed up the set. All right, maybe you got me there. How about this then? Uh, she was cast as uh, Tress something in Dick Tracy. She was dismissed in... That's true part. Yeah. She doesn't seem maternal in the role. And then Young said later her dismissal was punishment for having rebuffed Warren Beatty's advances, a statement Beatty denies. Oh, so who played Tess Trueheart? His then-girlfriend Madonna, right? So uh, No, it was... Um, she was Breathless Mahoney. Uh, Breathless it Mahoney. was um, Glenn Hedy. Headley. Glenn Headley? I don't know. I... That's a movie I never really want to rewatch. All right, she's been in rehab twice, okay, and she sure she has problems. I don't know if she's acting right now. Is she currently acting? Can I see yes. Sean Young? Is yes, something? she is. Yes, you can see her in. I have a late two thousand late credit somewhere. It's not jumping out at me. Okay, well she's still out there. I don't know. Okay. I, I mean, it, it I don't know. Wouldn't... She stole. She was accused of stealing two like MacBook laptops. She had a scuffle at the 84th Academy Awards. She didn't have a ticket. She slapped a security guard. They dropped the charges later. I don't know. God bless her. God bless her. I enjoy her on the screen. Yeah, sure. I mean, it was a thankless role. I, 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 I would have to say Ace Ventura was unfortunate that she, that uh, the joke was that she was trans and that they were all shocked by it at the end. Well, it was 90 what? Something. Yeah, it was 90. Right. It, was, it, was, right. it was only 30 years ago. I mean, um, it was 30 years ago. Yeah, it's... Um, Mayo Clinic, Mount Sinai, Jewish Hospital. Uh, 1994 was Pet Detective. They found out that, like, the real surgeon's not going to do it. This intern guy is. And so, okay, so out of love of her and the fact that he can function in this room he cuts her and the operation begins 
And now we have our Act 3 rush to... Don't faint. No, no. No, our Act 3 rush to, like, have the ticking time bomb that, you know, like, they've got to perform the operation flawlessly and within these time parameters, and they must reconnect this vein before the heart stops, and... All the other story... All the other storylines wrapped up, right? So uh, Taylor Negron is arrested. He tells the woman right. he loves to yes. make him an example. Uh, Hector and, and the doctor have a sweet moment. They're broken is, up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, we also already wrapped up the two happy days, like... Uh, oh, Ted and the uh, the pregnant lady. Yeah, but that might have been an Act 2 thing. All right, so... It's not working well, okay? Let's just turn it on so you can hear some stress. And you okay. need someone with little hands, and the nurses are on strike. So he's like, me! Um, but the guy's... <laughs> help me. Substitution. Dr. Chamberlain in for Dr. Rogers. Color commentary. That's it. That's it. Well, it's to the people who remain. I'm hearing the saxophagioid nerve. Oh. Rocket. Now, she I'm broke the picket line. I'm a nurse. I know where I'm needed. She knows where she's needed. I'm needed here. I admire your dedication. Well, it ain't all dedication. My Meanwhile, the clock is ticking. Right, they're talking about, I appreciate you being oh. a scab. Hey, we're trying to save a life here, remember? <laughs> Come on. There's a, um, they did a Reagan joke. They've done that a few times. Why did you sell the drugs, Reaganomics? Um, why did you break the strike? Because of my cousin was an air traffic controller. Air traffic controller. <laughs> oh, it's hilarity. He's choking on the suction. He, he, he. Well, I mean, there's a lot of visual gags. Is the basketball court still in there? The look thing? at the, yes. Look at the tie on their heads. That's where they tie the top of no, it. I got it now. Okay. <clears throat> I would not want to walk outside with that, though. No, there's been lots of advances in the mask in mask technology and design, sure. and these these were patented, and they're just yesteryear. I wouldn't be caught dead in a mask I, like that. It's, I heard the mask in the '90s was smoky. <laughs> they had skimpy masks too. You could they were really. You seen Jim Carrey in the mask? Right. Okay. Oh, I get it. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> I knew you didn't get it. I explained it again. Okay, it's going south. Everything's going wrong. It's not going to happen. Come on, come on. I'm trying to focus here. Found it. He's sucking his thumb. He's two millimeters. No, I think he's saying he's. It's not funny. Oh, this is funny music. Yeah, it is the close encounter song. That's right. They've been doing that every time they go to the monitor. They pick a different icon. Iconic uh, melody. No more heartbeat. Do they do that one? Now. Okay. All the machinery says she's got no vitals, okay? Right. But the truth is somebody unplugged it, which doesn't make sense because you wouldn't get any electricity at all. It's not like, 
But at the same time, see that oh, whoop, no. whoop, 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 game over. Whoop, 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 whoop. But it's just because someone kicked it out. Okay, so here's what I want to say to you. They think she's dying and she's not. He goes, 10 cc's of adrenaline. Like they pumped her with crap, you know, and they massaged the, like if you were really fine and someone gave you all that adrenaline and a little electric shock, you'd be like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so he thinks she's dead. And then we find out it was just the thing was unplugged. Quick, save her. And they will be able to. Oh, she's breathing. Yeah, she's and her eyes are opening. The, and and uh... someone must have put in another quarter. Oh, oh it's a miracle uh, that it illuminates without any power. I don't understand that. Maybe they have like a couple minutes of juice left in there. Oh no, everything's <laughs> back to normal. Yeah, because he plugged it in. And that's her big joke. And the first time I ever saw this film, I didn't notice that that's an impossibility. Oh, you went with it. You know, it reminds me of City Under Siege, Police Academy 5, where oh, there's... Uh, just a, It's an appearance of a soap star. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so the city has a blackout, and there's chaos everywhere. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here's a Demi Moore cameo. Okay. Demi, Demi Moore, Moore. Demi Moore. She is in this bit. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, so there's a Demi Moore, Demi Moore. Do you remember that from Monty Python? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, so uh, uh, there's a blackout, and uh, Michael Winslow, to stop the crowd at the comedy club, takes the microphone and does impressions. Okay, now, this is interesting, but I don't like it. The one love interest half and the other love interest half are now connecting, okay? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, it isn't done well. Okay, Here's something really stupid, too. They take a person who came out of surgery and bring her out into the open air, exposed to getting knocked over and someone on the street flicking an ash on her. Are they, is this like Italy? No, it's... Somewhere in Los Angeles or Canada. It's Yeah, right. Good call, Canada. But it's Los Angeles because this is ABC TV. And right. I have a location somewhere... Uh, they took 41 days to shoot. The name of the facility is City Hospital. Okay, so now we get, like, you're alive! That kind of crap. Sure. Where is where it was shot? <clears throat> Similar titles. It's Rancho Los Angeles is a hospital in Downey, California. Downey. Downey, California. Big deal. Look, hi, hi. Uh, it was she, a mistake to do this. But luckily, they'll stop her with balloons. And we'll get a nice kissy, kissy moment with balloons. Is that funny? She takes her glasses off. He puts he them puts on. on. Oh. And there's the guys who didn't. Maybe they'll kiss. 
Da, 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 da. I could have sworn I saw Ed end credits play. Right, and he the joke was he goes, Not now, not now and they roll back. Oh he God, goes, Now that. he just said now. Now, now it rolls. Oh yeah, the wait to get married. We had a marriage in a hospital. Please keep it down, because we're having a wedding. <laughs> I see you as... Stat! Stat! I see now, you, he's Barry. he's a pediatrician at Disney World. And, you know, we're going to go through each character. And oh, no, really? Yeah. We already did... Oh, so we're hearing it now. Rick Overton is now Crystal Bernard. They call the kid Peckerhead. Was it she in like She went on to do TJ Hooker. Or the Fall Guy or one of those shows. Dr. Oliver Ludwig moved to Hawaii and became a professional wine taster. Ha 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 because he's an alcoholic. Ha 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 ha. Well, also because he tasted the piss, remember? Pamela Reed, yes. She got a aww because she won the Mother Teresa Award. Aww. Uh, is, is that realistic that he would be at the wedding? Yeah, sure. Why not at this point? <laughs> and come to a sheriff. Da, 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 da. What about all the wacky guys who are not doctors? Uh, like this one? Like Michael da, da, da. Richards. And, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is who they showed us at the end with the wedding. This is their... He's handcuffed. Yeah, he's trying to eat the jelly. Oh, the drugs. Punk it's rock, drugs. Are they throwing drugs at him? Yeah. Now look, how can he be in public if he remember he was on the run? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, they had to show him at the end. I Michael think Richard... the guy looks. He looks like uh. He looks like Gary Marshall, the other guy. Look, here's uh, Hector. This is Hector, I know. Yeah. There's Hector. Bold, even bold in ninety eighty two. Yep. He always looked old. Well, I said bold, but he old and bold. No, bald, right? Oh, you yeah. said bold, bold. I heard I said, bold. Uh, oh, I thought you. I thought you said old. Oh, yes, look at I that! Did. It's like a I heart. Did. Isn't that cute? There were no laser beam effects used in this movie. Oh, Stop! Oh, All right, enough oh, of the jokes. Oh, Carl, Carl what did you think of this movie? I thought this movie was bad. You really needed to see it without us. Having said that, it was bad. You could see how this guy was going to be great. You know, and he was already great. He had already made Happy Days and done, I not I Love Lucy, but the Lucy. Sh I mean, he was all over Dick. He was Dick all over TV. Yeah. I, he, I agree. He was, yeah. I always wanted to see this movie. I remember seeing the ads in the newspaper, and it's a mixed bag. You know, it's kind of fun to see young versions of people I think are funny, and, and mm -hmm. I don't know. It wasn't that great. It had some moments. It does have moments. It was some really funny moments. Well, cool. Thank you, YouTube. Yeah. Thank you, Film Major, for uh, posting this movie. Because Lord knows, I don't think I would be able to find it. And you know how I found it, Carl? I went to my Amazon, and uh -huh. I typed in Young Doctors, and it says it's unavailable. So I went to my oh. YouTube, typed it in, and there it was.
Yeah. Thank you, YouTube. Well, we hope you enjoyed Young Doctors in Love. Hope you enjoyed all the Carl's research and our little banter back and forth. We do this every week. We'll be back next Sunday, 2 p.m. You can hear, hear us first on mutinyradio.fm. A lot of great shows, a lot of live stand-up comedy shows there. If you're a comedian, you can sign up. If you love to see live comedy, come by, or you can just hear it on the radio station. We have a YouTube channel. We have a podcast. You can find us by typing in L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. While you're at it, type in carlsucks.com. Find out where Carl's at. Carl, where's he at? Scotty's. Scotty's. What else uh, is there? Yeah, and I'll be at uh, Sketchfest in February of 2024. It's, uh, nice. And, uh, yeah, February 4th. Try to join difficulties. Yeah, well, that'll be fun. Come yeah. on over to San Francisco. Yeah. We'll do it there. All right, well, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the show and uh, check out our. We don't have a Patreon page, so we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike. Be gone, man. It's been over one long year watching movies, bad, strange, and weird, commandeered by Michael. Hi, this is Carl. I'm Mike's friend. I I wrote this song. Follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the uh, 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 duh, duh. Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael. Stay in the pocket. All right. Um, I'll leave you with this because I got the, the uh, light, the horn. Um, have you ever asked yourselves, why are you even here? What are you doing on this earth? I'd like to think I'm making a difference. Nobody wants to just take up space. We want our lives to be meaningful. We want to contribute something. We want people to say, there goes Lauren Kraut. If it wasn't for her, I'd be home watching Law and Order eating pudding with my fingers. All right. Thank you very much for indulging me. Lauren Crowd, everyone. Hooray. Yay. All right. Moving right along, your next comedian. Put your hands together for Alan Moreau. Yay. Let's do it. Yes, this is awesome. All right. I like that there's like police sirens and people chatting outside because every time someone's gone to the bathroom, we know for a fact, we've heard them tinkling, and we're just polite and pretend we don't, you know? And I just made it weird, because now i got to keep talking, because we're going to listen. Uh, sorry, keep talking, make noises. Blah, 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 blah. But, like, I have IBS, so, like, if I went to the bathroom, we'd just be like, remember that time that guy ruined the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival? 
and made everyone uncomfortable and we just all went back to our hotels and didn't hang for the rest of the week. <laughs> and then he didn't look at anyone in the eyes, but we still know him. It's memorable. I got some followers off it. Okay, good. Good. Kill the energy. This is good. Um, this is fun. I, we like, you guys like the sad stuff. I know a lot of us are all comics, so it's just like, I don't know. I'll, I'll do some sad boy stuff and then uh, if you guys could add tags and jokes to it. This is a face of a guy who gets the credit for stuff he doesn't do. Um, my world, y'all living in it. Okay, um, I was pandering. All right, here we go. Uh, yeah, so like I, I haven't drank in five years, right? Uh, I, I'm, yeah, save it. I'm, I'm a mess. Um, I was a monster. Like it's just, you know, it's just not for everyone. But um, I want to corner the market as a sober comic. Like I want to be sponsored by Oduls. That's not a pun. Like I literally want to do like hypey shit. I want an Oduls tracksuit. Like Odul's hats, and I'll like sell it, like whatever. Like I'll make it cool, but the commercials got to be realistic, right? Remember the Mick Ultra commercials from the late '90s? I'm old, where it was like sold as a fact that it was almost like a health drink, right? It was low carb, but it was just like one calorie less than Bud Light. But for some reason, in the commercials, they'd be like climbing up a mountain and like rolling down and like sticking the landing and just like lifting up the shirt with like abs, like hey, Mick Ultra, you know? Um, but the Adul's commercial is going to be realistic, all right? It's going to be me and a couple of guys that look like me sitting around having an okay time. That's it. Just not ruining anyone else's life around us. And that's the selling point of the commercial. And for the purpose of, like, uh, the commercial, my TV wife, she's going to come into the kitchen. She's going, hey, babe, do you mind taking out the trash? And she'll turn and walk away before I answer. Going to kind of stare at the back of her head, look at my Adul's. Bite my lip, look at my buddies, and look at the camera and say, Oh, duels, because you're not your father. That'll be, that'll be at all hours of the day. And then the late night version, there'll be a tag, and it'll be like, Oh, duels, and the cycle of violence. No, that's stupid. <laughs> no, I knew that would work. I feel bad. My dad was, my dad was a good dad. Who am I trying to fix? No, this is funny. All right, this is good. Um, yeah, that's really all I wanted to do. Um, all right, any questions? Really, that's about it. Hey, we were getting a lot of shit out there. The Northeast, they were hating on us. All these San Fran people. I tried to go to bat for Rhode Island, and then I was like, actually, the Boston people hate Rhode Island, too. So <laughs> I just kind of, <laughs> they were like, I was like, no. I'm like, oh, me and my Boston homies are in there. We've hung out like twice. But uh, I'm like, but Rhode Island, like, we got a scene, too. And they're like, yeah, Rhode Island's cool. It's like Boston, but better. And I was like, you haven't been to Rhode Island. <laughs> It's like a little inside thing. Like, we get a lot of hate. And anytime Rhode Island comes up, I name four other comics that are worth anything, and I'm one of them. And that was. That's just me talking about myself. All right, hey, thank you so much. Give it up for Pam. Hey, happy birthday for Pam, everybody. Thank you so much. Yay, yeah. Hey, Alan Moreau, everyone. You got the special accent. You can say anything. You can be like, watermelon, watermelon, and it'll be cute. Uh, put your hands together for your next. Oh, he's one of the hosts and showrunners of the festival, and he's so helpful and wonderful. What a tall drink of water. Put your hands together for Ian Langlands. Yay! What's up, everybody? I was in that Boston conversation. Uh, His biggest claim to fame for Rhode Island was, we we have Edgar Allan Poe. I looked up the Wikipedia article, no association. He was born in Boston, died in Baltimore, and at no point did he even did he even visit Rhode Island. So that's the biggest claim to fame is a made-up fact. So 
go to bed for that one, buddy. It's okay. I love you. Will you marry me? Okay, let's get to it. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I was on Netflix the other day. You guys know how Netflix, they give you like percentage matches of how much they think you're going to like something. I got a 99% match for Dahmer. I don't know how I feel about that one. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I, one time someone told me I look like Dahmer, so I don't know if that's a compliment or not. I don't think it is. It wasn't that good looking. You guys were laughing five seconds ago. Now it looks like you hate me. What's going on? What's going on? But I got it out. It was crap. But it's a good show. That's the twist. I really liked it. I really enjoyed the show. It was a fun watch. I guess you could call it that. But it was so funny because I feel like every time I learn about serial killers, 